goodness. Oh, miserable out there. Where's Sam? Hey, Sam? That's not like him. He must be late. Oh, wait, there's an official work at voicemail here. Let's see. Hey, Janet. Are you stoked for episode 13? <sighs> Me too. It's going to be so good. So I just had one quick note. Okay, I was thinking, you know how it's terrible weather in Canada this week, right? Icy and cold and just yuck. So that actually gave me a great idea. What if I grab a last minute flight to Malibu and you whip up some kind of work at Clip Show? What? That way everybody wins. I get to go to the beach, listeners get a new episode, everybody wins. Oh, man. Don't worry though, I've recorded a bunch of words and phrases you can just splice up for the episode. I made them pretty generic, so just use whatever clips you want. Those hogs will never know. Yeah, sure, keep it classy, Sam. Anyway, have fun. See you next week. Hey, hit that beach ball over here! Alright, okay. Starting with episode 8, our holiday episode. Here are some not especially festive scenes from Work It's Holiday Party. Wow, Janet, I can't wait to hear that particular clip you're referring to. Ugh, I swear to God, Sam. Hello and season's greetings, everyone, from the red carpet of Workit's annual holiday party. I'm Janet. And I'm Sam. This year promises to bring the best festivities yet, and we'll have complete coverage of all the revelry. The guests are just starting to arrive now. Oh, and here's Jeff Wiener. Jeff, over here, please. Jeff Wiener, CEO of LinkedIn. Thanks for coming out. I see you're in a stunning sequin Dior gown. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. So, Jeff, what did you ask for for Hanukkah? The answer two words. More cheesesteaks. Delicious. So what does Hanukkah mean for you? It's about the teachings of the Dalai Lama. Of course. Wait, is he Jewish? So what's your Hanukkah wish for those who are less fortunate than you? Being crushed by a boulder on their chest. What? That's awful. What would you say if you were crushed by a boulder? Yahoo. And what would you do if you were crushed by a boulder? Fart. Okay, I know you're eager to join the party, but we have one more question. We're thinking of branching out into yogurt making. Do you have any advice for us? Create the right culture, and you create competitive advantage. Oh, cool. Okay. Create the right culture. Brilliant. Thanks so much, Jeff. And just in time, here comes HuffPo co-founder Ariana Huffington. Ariana, can we ask you a few questions? How are you feeling now that the holidays are almost over? Exhausted, burnt out. Oh, that's too bad. Was Christmas a success at least? How do you measure Christmas success anyway? I was not successful if I was lying in a pool of blood. That makes sense. Who did you have to buy gifts for this year? The obnoxious roommate living in my head. Oh, I know that guy. And what did you ask for for Christmas? Money and power. Wow, I think you have enough of that stuff already. Maybe you could think about regifting. Well, Ariana, I've got to ask, who are you hoping to meet under the mistletoe tonight? Probably everybody in this room. Hey, same here. Last question for you, Ariana. How can I have a great career like yours? Sleep your way to the top. Believe me, I'm trying. So funny. Seriously? I need another drink. I think I'll pop over to the bar area. Oh, you mean work at saloon. Is that still a thing here? You know it. It's not enough for the company to give out free drinks. It's got to be cute and fun. So work at Saloon. Yuppers. Well then, partner, I guess I'm grabbing a pint from work at Saloon. Want anything? I'm good. I brought my flask. You want any? Flask and ye shall receive. Audible groan. Suit yourself. Glug, 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 glug. Ah, here's the open bar. 
I mean, work at Saloon. Howdy there, miss, and welcome to Work at Saloon, the best darn suds in the county. Oh wow, the widget media party planners really went all out. Well, I don't know nothing about that, but we try and run a classy operation here, if and that's what you mean. Now what can I do you for? Ooh, do you have any hoppy IPAs? No ma'am, I don't reckon we do. I could do you a Budweiser. Ugh, fine. The O'Driscoll boys are starting their own podcast. They's fixing to run work it out of town. Well, where are they at, Jenny? I seen them down at Transmission Gulch, talking to them city folk from the Johns podcast. That show where them dimwit speechwriters give tedious political analysis? The very same. Well, grab your rifles and saddle up. You in or out, Miss Janet? Uh, sorry? Tell me, Janet, what's the best thing about your little work it program? It's fun and funny and we can do what we want. God's honest truth, ma'am. Now how'd you like it folks start coming around here spreading their middle-of-the-road content to the oinking yuppie dullards? You're asking what I'd do if work it were confronted by a bunch of yellow-bellied, yep. lily-livered, yep. mealy-mouthed nerds. Yes, ma'am. Let's ride. Yeehaw! Take a look. There's them O'Driscolls just over yonder. Let's listen and see what they're saying. Good work, laddies. Good work to all of you. We's proud of you, Seamus. As for this first program I was thinking, we could discuss a liberal case for border security. That sounds a mighty fine podcast, Seamus. The folks will love it. Soon work it'll be no more. Three, two, one, we're rolling. Top of the morning, welcome to Pod Bless the O'Driscolls. Folks, I want to tell you about Squarespace. Oh no, they're live. We've got to move now. Hey, O'Driscolls, this town ain't big enough for both our shows. Oh no, it's the Work It Clan. Wipe them out, Seamus. Broadcast glory will be yours. Eat lead, pod trash. This here is Work It Turf. Okay, okay, Miss Janet. They're all dead. Yes, yes they are. Let's burn this place to the ground and post our heads out front. Send a message to the other broadcasters. Good lord. All right, fellers, do what the lady says. Well, Barkeep, I think we did good. Drove off the show poachers and protected our turf. Yes, ma'am. Now give me a drink. Whatever you say, Miss Janet. Just please don't hurt me. Keep them coming and we won't have a problem. There you are. The party's really kicking into high gear. You know, Janet, I was thinking, I love that we can do work it without anybody messing with us. All in a day's work for Mad Dog Moet, the rootinest tootinest broadcaster in the north. Huh? Anyways, let's see what else is going on. We got a fresh start after the holiday party and welcomed the new year with an episode about innovation. I remember that episode. It was the one with the amusing sketches. <sighs> well, folks, it wouldn't be a show about innovation if we didn't try our hands at innovating the show itself. That was really well put, Janet. Oh, thanks, Sam. You're so kind. We figured who better to advise us on this journey to a better us than Richard Branson of the Virgin Business Empire. Branson wrote five tips on how to innovate in business, and we're going to apply these ideas to work it. You excited, Sam? 
I'm beside myself, Janet. Tip one, hone in on the problem. Well, that should be easy enough. Sure. I mean, we both have bad habits we could improve, I guess. I've been meaning to bring something up, actually. I notice you've been leaving your writing till the last minute every week. Maybe something to work on? Oh, huh. I hadn't noticed, since you always finish your stuff after me. I guess you just waste too much time in the writing process? That's weird. I'm pretty sure I work my butt off to create quality material every week. Okay, wow, we're both gaining new insights, I guess. Ha! Yeah, Branson's tips are working already. Speaking of which, tip two. Surround yourself with passionate people. Hmm. Maybe that means we should be branching out the work at family. Good idea! You're so low-key, I have a hard time balancing it out with my own enthusiasm. Wait, you're the one who texts every single week to ask if we can just air a rerun. The people love classic work at Sam. I'm passionate about pleasing our audience. Okay, okay, let's cool off a bit. Branson's next tip is a good one. Embrace diverse thought. Oh, there's a novel idea for you. Oh, what do you mean? Oh, nothing. It's just, I think you'd respect my opinion more if I was a man. What makes you say that? And how come you respond to every sketch I write with, that's just what a man would say? That's just what a man would say! You're being hysterical and fat. Oh yeah? Tip four, listen to everyone's ideas. Here's an idea, shut your stupid face. I got one for you, go boil your head. I'd tell you to do the same, but I can't tell your head apart from your butt. Tip five, loser, simplify the idea. I know just how to make this simpler. You're fired. You can't fire me, I quit. Good, get lost. Oh, by the way, what's next week's theme again? Oh, uh, entrepreneurship, I think. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, I'll start writing that later. Hopeless. Huh? Nothing! Have fun! Oh, the jokes in this next scene are so funny, especially the third one. The impact of innovation. Pizza delivery. Guess I better get this pizza delivered. Take the self-driving car. We're going fully automated. Cool. Guess I just kick back then. Citizen, Earth is in danger from the evil Decepticons. Oh great, they got us Autobots. I told them to spring for the Teslas. Citizen, grab your Energon cannon. Starscream was seen delivering Vietnamese takeout. Fine, let's roll out. But make it quick, we've only got 28 minutes. Sanitation. What do you think of the innovations to our profession? I think they're pretty cool. I mean, in terms of sustainability, it's nice to see the garbage being reused. I hear you. Okay, looks like the truck is full. Is the suction pipe attached? Yep. And the nozzle? Uh-huh. Cool. Hit the music. Garbage cones! Get your garbage cones! Vanilla chocolate and organic waste. Try the sprinkles. They're made of candied filth. Banker. Welcome to Work It of America of Canada. How can I help you today? I'd like to check my investments, if you don't mind. No problem. Take a look. They're doing fabulous. Oh, terrific. See, we're trying an innovative approach where we no longer torpedo the economy and usher in a period of insolvency and foreclosures. Wow, how bold. It all began by holding our leadership accountable for irresponsibly and repeatedly breaking the law. Yes, I noticed them hanging out front. And I said to myself, how innovative. Get this, we're no longer bankrolling pipelines through indigenous land. The mind boggles at this innovative approach to banking. Yes, well, if we hadn't innovated like this, people would have butchered us en masse. Darn tootin'. 
It's even better than I remembered. Following our episode on innovation, we turned to entrepreneurs for episode 10. If there's one thing we know about, it's how to build an empire out of nothing. I hope CFMU doesn't mind me burning their records for heat. The word entrepreneur comes from French roots entre and prendre, to take between or, indeed, to undertake. So if you think about it, the greatest entrepreneur is probably someone like WWE superstar The Undertaker. Etymologically, people sometimes talk about solopreneurs and even intrapreneurs. All this got us thinking, what are all the other, less talked about types of preneurs? Gee, Sam, that sounds like a sketch idea. Oh, yeah, I guess it does. Types of preneurs. Outerpreneur. Hello? Anybody home? I'll just do my pitch from out here, I guess. We live in a changing world. Sidewayspreneur. I know my pitch sounds a little risky, maybe even crazy, but I need you investors to trust me. If only I could look you in your eyes! But I am, as you know, facing sideways. Upside down preneur. Well, folks, before I start my pitch, let me just get up in a handstand and... There. So, as the chart on this first slide illustrates... Extrapreneur. Hey, how's it going? Epic t-shirt. Amazing. I love meeting new people. I'm sort of an extrovert, extrapreneur. Tony Robbins is my god, right? My pitch? Check it out. It's LinkedIn on steroids. Wait for it. On steroids. Boom! Pass me my muscle milk. Glug, glug, glug. Mm, I love my milk. Glug, glug. Mm, yummy, yummy milk. Entrepreneur. Mesdames et messieurs, je vous présente le quiche downloadable. Jesse Venturapreneur. Listen up, Hulkster, and listen good. When I get through with you at WrestleMania, you'll be begging to invest in my latest startup. What is a startup, body? Well, Mean Gene, it's Foodora, but just for pie. Fantastic, body, well... Maybe cake. Great work. Still ironing out the kinks. Cilantropreneur. What if guacamole was bad? Cilantro is actually good. That was just a joke for the normies and whitey lamos. Eat shit, Moondoggy. Contrapreneur. Sometimes in business, you need to take two steps up, two steps down. Left, right, left, right. Well, I think you get the idea. Ganjapreneur. Hey, man, it's like Pinterest, but like for tie-dye. Sinatrapreneur. Let's go to sunny Acapulco, my swinging senorita and me. What about an app that's Airbnb for garages? Mexico, here I come! Double entendrepreneur. So this is a service that really gets it done in the bush. <laughs> no, but seriously, it's Fiverr for lawn care. Hondapreneur. Okay, here's just a list of words that might come in handy. Capitalism, socialism, job. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for, the faces of Canway, Spencer, and Linda. Hey, how's it what's going? Guys? Hey, Spencer. What are all these incredible people doing here? I don't know, Linda, do you think they want to hear about how they can make a six-figure income with their very own business? 
strap in, folks, because we're about to change your life. Here at Canway, you get to earn real cash. As much as six figures. All you have to do is recruit all your friends into the business, too. Say, Linda, that sounds an awful lot like a pyramid scheme. Well, Spencer, do I look like a pharaoh to you? <laughs> well, no, but that's really not a good argument for doing that. Just the... say the line, Spencer. Right, sorry. Pharaoh enough, Linda. Hey, folks, who here has friends? <laughs> Don't you want to share this exciting opportunity with your friends? And then profit off of them when they join? We could probably make that sound a bit less bloodthirsty. I swear to God, Spencer, stick to the script. Yeah, but the next part of the script is where we teach them how to trick their friends into attending these events against their will. Spencer, look at me. Stop. I mean, that's just a recipe to lose all your friends. Spencer, say the trigger words with me. Six-figure income. Six-figure income. No, it's... I mean, it's almost as if this is a big scam. The trigger words aren't working. The effect is wearing off. Get the doctor in here. No one's ever made six figures from this. It's like... It's like they're exploiting a bunch of suckers. Oh, Dr. Mesmer, at last. Spencer, on the count of three, I will say the word six-figure income. You will cooperate immediately. No. No, I want to be free at last from the shackles six-figure income. Hey, folks, who here wants a six-figure income? Fair enough. What do you say, Linda? Wait, it, it kind of is all about tricking your friends. I think maybe it is a pyramid Code red, code red, he's gonna say it! So how are you feeling tonight, folks? Ready to make some money? <laughs> Weren't those enjoyable, Sam? Sun's out, guns out, Chad. You know it. Yep. Anyway, in episode 11, we took a bit of a left turn and talked about influencers. Sure, I'd love another Corona. Ugh, I swear to God, Sam. Great influencers in history. Clarence Dealey, Gladberg, Illinois, 1883. Step right up, folks, and come experience this magical, mystical, medicinal miracle all the way from the Far East. I present Dr. Lee's Cure-All Concoction. That's right, friends. Here's my top 13 tips to living your best life with Dr. Lee's help. This is sponsored content, but I truly believe I in... I say, you're the same guy who told us about that other miracle cure last year. Well, my friend, I can't deny it. We all make mistakes. That dastardly ointment broke me out in hives. And when I tried to retrieve my payment, you sent me a daguerreotype of your hindquarters. What can I say? I'm constantly learning and growing. And then you sent your hangers-on to harass me. Why, you're nothing but a hater. And you, sir, are no influencer at all, but a scallywag. Friends, after much consideration, I've decided to step away from my platform for a while. Hashtag self-care, hashtag logging off. Ow, hey, no bricks. Hey, sweetie, what are you watching? Just some YouTube videos, like... Unboxing videos, toy reviews, gaming, stuff like that. Oh, these must be those influencers I was reading about. Oh, I just like them. Well, just so long as they're not a bad influence. Don't worry, they're not. Here, watch. 
We're here to unbox a really cool new product. Let's open it up and check it out. Sweet! It's a gun! Uh, sweetie... Shh, this is the best part. Guns can be used to shoot people you don't like. It's fun! Change the video. Uh, fine. Hi, my name is Billy and I review toys. Are you my friend? Alright, this is better. Today's toy is cocaine! You can smoke it or put it in your nose! Hooray! Well? No way, mister. Today's game stream is Minecraft. Okay, that's better. Did I say Minecraft? I meant Minecomf. Next! Cigarettes are cool! Next! Have unprotected sex. Next! Never drive sober! And we're done. Gee, Mom, I guess you were right. I guess these influencers were nothing but a bunch of bad influences, huh? Well, I hope you've learned your lesson. Now help Mommy set up for her cam shoot. There's a good boy. Fine. You want me to point the camera at your feet again? Just got a pedicure. Twelve years till ecological collapse, Janet. Why do you ask? What? Great influencers of the future. Zorlax the Profound, Terran Orbiter 7, the year 2163. Citizens of planet Earth, bow before your new ruler. You will obey my every command or face extermination. Henceforth, humanity will know only Zorlax. We shall begin with Earthling habitats. Heed me. Stick to off-white for your walls with the occasional fun pop of color. For a touch of how does Work It work so well? A solid foundation of teamwork. Especially when half the team runs off to Florida for the week. Whatever you just said, I agree. Our most recent episode was about team building. Maybe you could learn a thing or two, Sam. Yes, Janet. What do you want to play? Touch football! Dodgeball! I know what we should play! Startup tag! Okay, let's pick teams. For my first pick, I choose... Ah, jeez, slim pickings, uh... Okay, I choose nose pick Rick. Excelsior! I choose... Hey, aren't you Snap founder Evan Spiegel? I think one of the really unique things we've done uh, in our ecosystem is really protect the friend graph. Evan Spiegel! No problem, no problem. I pick, uh, Pea Pants Patty? Stupendous! Magnificent! Just go stand with Rick, Patty. Good pickup. Okay, I choose... Hey, stop picking your nose, Rick. Make me look bad. Damn. Oh, wow! Bumble founder Whitney Wolf. What are you doing at our school? Now we have launched a business vertical within for opportunity. Swiping for opportunity, swiping to network. Welcome aboard! Oh, man. Only two picks left. Let me think... Oh, this one's easy. I pick Dog Do Denny. I eat Dog Do. No fair. Tough. You're gonna win for sure. Nuh uh. Ugh, fine. I guess you're on my team, Elizabeth Holmes. First they think you're crazy, then they fight you, and then all of a sudden you change the world. Just stay off the side, would you? Ready, set, seed round. Hilarious. Are you a miserly, suspicious, jealous ogre of a boss? 
Are you finding that your workplace culture just doesn't reflect your monstrous principles and your mild manner employees offer no entertainment value? We all know the usual tricks to make your workers miserable. Foster a culture of suspicion and humiliation, but that's hardly enough for the truly awful boss. Not to worry. Here are a few tips to make sure that your team building exercises are the worst possible. Follow our advice and watch morale crumble. Tip number one, find something that brings the team together. All right, everyone, let's all sit in a circle around Wallace here. There we are, now everyone point an accusatory finger at him. Good. Please, I've met my goals every quarter, but this one, I try so hard. Who let the team down? Wallace! 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 Good. And how shall we punish him? Fire, fire him! Fire him! Fire him! Set him on fire! I mean, fire him! Yes, good. You're all such quick learners. Wow! Building cohesion and scapegoating all at once? Ritualized brainwashing should be in every employer's toolkit. Next up, how do your workers handle stressful situations? Find out with sadistic team-building tip number two, role-play. Workers, this is not a drill. Report to your designated fallout shelters immediately. Repeat, this is not a drill. Okay, everyone, time's up. Come on out. What? Isn't it radioactive out there? Oh, no, no, no. This is all just a fun ruse to see how well the team would work in a sticky situation. How? Long have we been in there? Oh, about five years now. So how'd you do? We... we killed an aide Jerry seven months ago. Ah, weeding out the weak ones. That's what I like to see. I'm the only survivor. Wow, so telling. You can really learn a lot about a person by crushing their entire world. Another way to learn a lot about a person? Team building tip number three. Get your workers to open up. Okay, everyone, in the spirit of strengthening this team, I need everyone to work completely naked for one day. Is this one of those, uh, we're all equal underneath it all lessons? Uh, something like that. Okay, so the shapeliest and most well-endowed among you, please step forward for your promotion. Not so fast there, Deirdre. Wow, so much trust. It's comforting to think how well you and I would do in that scenario, eh? Well, this brings us to our final team-building tip for the evil boss. Keep things unpredictable. This is where the team-building workshop is happening, right? Where's the instructor? We're trapped in here. What's going on? Greetings, workers. This workshop will last six hours. Why did you lock us in? What's going on here? This workshop has no free food. <gasps> what about coffee? There's decaf instant coffee with lukewarm water. No. No! I'm so I'm hungry. Fast. Let's kill and eat Jerry again. Wow, that exercise really shows the true character of your team, doesn't it? It sure does, Sam. More roast Jerry? Oh yes, please. What will they think of next? In 2005, historian Doris Kearns Goodwin published a landmark book on the cabinet of Abraham Lincoln. Entitled Team of Rivals, the book is a study of presidential team building. Much of the success of Lincoln's presidency, it is argued, was the result of consensus building and compromise. But is a team of rivals approach always wise, or is ideological purity sometimes preferable? To get to the bottom of this, Workit is proud to bring you the following historical reenactment. Workit presents Team of Rivals, 
Team Building Lessons from the Lincoln Presidency. Eat a dick, C-word. Hey, f*** you, Bates. I f***ed your mom, Chase. Hey, f*** you. Oh, you're an idiot. Oh, you f***ing moron. Suck my dick, Bates. Hey, shut the f*** up. Eat my dick, C-word. Hey, screw you, Bates. Hey, f*** you, Bates. Hey, Chase, you're a stupid idiot. Get f***, Lincoln. Gentlemen, gentlemen. <laughs> yes, Mr. President? Suck my f***ing c***. Hey, f*** you, Lincoln. You stupid president. Lincoln, you're a f***. Shut up. Sure, Sandy, I'll lotion your back, no problem. Hey, where'd the lights go? Is there a power outage? Ugh, oh, man. Okay, Janet, so you should have everything you need to put the show together. Shouldn't take you more than, what, five, ten minutes? Oh, it's so cold. Last thing, just put this in at the end. Ready? <clears throat> well, folks, another episode of Work It. Was it a lot of effort for me? Sure. But was it worth it? You betcha. I think the door is frozen shut. But do us a favor and repay the effort. Follow us at, at WorkItPod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Hey, let me out! Please rate and review the podcast on your app of choice. Your support keeps us going in the cold Canadian winter. Brrr, right, Janet? Hello! I'm stuck. Exactly. See you next week, folks. Hold. No. Focus, Janet. Keep talking. Human pyramid of supermodels? Sure, I'll be spotter. No trouble. No trouble. Well, I, I was told that I could listen to the radio at a reasonable volume. There are simply too many notes. That's all. Just cut a few and it'll be perfect. By the powers vested in me, by the Federal Communications Commission, I command you to get on the microphone in a serious manner and continue this broadcast. 93.3 CFMU, seriously redefining radio for over 30 years.